Hey everybody, welcome to episode 12 of Learning with Conversing. It's your host, Cranberry Gatto, and I welcome you to the show. If this is your first time listening, I really hope you enjoy. And if it's not your first time listening and it's your 12th time listening because this is the 12th episode, I really hope you enjoy as well. And I hope I can keep you as a listener for <laughs> future shows to come. That was my radio voice. And that's one of the things I want to try to do is kind of open up a certain way to kind of get you hooked in and stuff like that. But um, one thing I want to read is just my um, my description of the show. So let me try to find that real fast. Sorry, I'm freaking so unprepared for this. Oh, I don't know how to find it. What the hell? This is embarrassing. But while I'm looking for it, I'm going to try to... Talk to you guys about what I said about the show. So this is the intro portion. So I already recorded the actual episode. So I kind of just talked about um, a big rant, kind of, but not really. I kind of made some good points about how you need to kind of shift your um, your fear into opportunity and all this and that. So I really hope you guys enjoy the show. And really, really, really thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for all your um, constant support and love. Um, I really do appreciate you guys. And like um, I said in the show too, I was just saying that I'm extremely grateful for everything that's been happening for me. And right now with all this stuff going on, it's a good time to kind of reflect and understand how you are blessed in a way. Because I do hope, and I do pray that everyone is at least blessed for one thing in life. Like, there's no point of opening your eyes and not seeing what you're so uh, grateful to be alive for. Even with all everything going on, all the hate, all the racism, everything kind of going on with police brutality. And this is one thing I do want to say on that. I didn't really talk about it on the show, so let me just say something real quick. Is that I truly do believe that there are a whole bunch of good people in this world. And I also understand that there is quite a few bad people in this world. But one thing that I love to say is that everybody in this world is ignorant. And that means myself as well. I don't use that word everyone uh, lightly. When I say everyone, I mean everyone. And everyone means myself too. So when you use that word everyone, think about it that way. If you say everyone, that includes yourself. So don't use that word lightly. But to read the intro or my description for my show is this podcast is intended for people to listen and understand the uniqueness in every different individual. Everyone is different, and I truly don't believe that's a bad thing at all. I want to continue to make these episodes so they can possibly help others respect those differences and help make positive impact in this world. I hope you can enjoy this show, and I promise to make them better each time. That's the way I live my life, and one of the biggest messages I want to give others. You cannot, you can never stop getting better. I believe in you. And I say that from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you can enjoy this episode.
everybody. Um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to all the support. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for everyone that, you know, clicks play every time I upload an episode. Sometimes I upload them back to back. Sometimes I upload them. This is two weeks from now, from the last one. And, you know, it's just, you know, with everything going on, I feel like I have to say something. But let me kind of dial back a little bit to something someone told me yesterday when I was dropping off one of my T-shirts that um, I had made. Um, Oh, thank you to my lovely fiance for designing these shirts and making them come to life. And shout out to um, HD Screen Printing it out in Antioch, California for actually creating the shirts and uh, making them something that I can hold in my hands. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to show love and support to everyone who actually helps you create things and this and that. So thank you guys. <clears throat> but to go on what I was saying earlier, um, yesterday I talked to somebody and he kind of just started... Uh, speaking his philosophies and he said one thing that really got to me he was saying that um basically i can't not do anything to help me get better for tomorrow it's not exactly what he said but that's kind of the gist of what it was is that i have to make sure that tomorrow is a better day than today and this is a continuous cycle for me basically that um so what he was saying, too, was that yesterday he did like three hours of research to um, to better himself. And then he goes, even though physically I didn't do anything to somebody else, they may not see anything. I know tomorrow I set myself up with those three hours of research to get something done today. And that like really hit me. It was like, man, you really got to progress always. You always got to progress. And that's why, too, it's like I like to say that with all my guests I had on the show and even every podcast I do solo like this one is that I learned so much from just by recording and hearing myself talking to others and being able to play it back and like really get to enjoy conversation because communication is key. And I'm starting to learn that a lot of these small little statements bring so much power to to life like patience is a virtue um freaking the funny one is like assumption uh assuming only makes an ass out of you and me it's like that's so true it's like it's so simple yet so true and that's one of the things that i want to be gifted with or not even gifted with just kind of just to learn how to do i want to be able to make such a small bold statement that create such impact and that's something that I've been trying to do um obviously people um I have some people subscribe to my writing emails and um I mean those are long path writing you know or long form writing and they kind of just I just kind of vent in a way but put my thoughts kind of collectively so you can kind of understand how I feel about such topics but then that's also why I have this podcast because I understand people don't like to read sometimes and that listening to someone say something like an audiobook or even this podcast is um very valuable to a person and that's why I try to use such pl- uh, platforms to kind of get my message across and that's why I really say thank you 
thank you to everyone who does listen and thank you to everyone that has reached out to me and thank you to everyone who hasn't reached out to me because I understand that it's not easy to just go, hey, thank you for helping me out because sometimes um, sometimes people may seem like um, they don't need to say anything because... And that's the thing too. I don't I really don't need anyone to say anything because one thing that I have been learning is that you can't take praise on a higher pedestal than you take hate and criticism. Because for one, if you take hate and Chris hate and criticism so high, then you lost the battle. Because now you're you're switching your beliefs and your core values to meet the hate and criticism. So you're kind of in a way stooping down to what people actually think of you when you know how you think about yourself. It's kind of like manipulation. You can't let that manipulate you. And also too, you can't let praise rule you either because praise is somewhat like motivation. Praise and motivation don't come every single time you do something. They may but they also may not. So you can't kind of strive like, oh, let me um, let me wait till someone tells me, hey, can you make another episode? Or, hey, let me t- uh, can you make another writing? I need something right now. Because for me, right now, this is kind of just go with the flow right now. But I do kind of want to make this and create something to where I can use this as maybe a biweekly platform to where... Someone can have something to look forward to because I know that's something that people uh, really enjoy. And as um, as something that I could see this become uh, more than just what I thought it was going to be by actually getting the responses and stuff like that makes me see opportunity to take the, um, a step forward into making this something greater than what I thought it was. I mean, everyone knows my first episode, I kind of just was saying that. I love using this platform because I love to talk and I love to hear my thoughts come out of my head and so I can um, make them real and, you know, go from there. And, you know, it's just one of those things that you have to seek opportunity always. And kind of bring it to another point is that everybody is ignorant. And even myself, I'm extremely ignorant at the fact of a lot of things, you know. So if that's something that I can say, but I still do things like this, it means that I I really want to grow. You know, Um, being ignorant in a lot of cases isn't, isn't bad, in my opinion. You have to understand that you don't know everything. You have to understand that you don't know a lot of things, but the things you do understand, then, you know, you kind of vibe off those and try to make them stronger for others, but you have to try to make others understand you in return of understanding others. And that's where I I say ignorance comes into play, because, for instance, um, I always say I love I love every episode more than I love the last one. And it's probably just because I'm getting better. Doesn't mean I appreciate some guests more than others. It's just that I appreciate what I brought to the table more than I did the last time I recorded. 
And I feel like that really means a lot to me. And um, I do feel like I get better like over time and stuff like that. But does it mean I'm still I'm not the greatest podcaster? I don't ever think I will be. But, you know, does it mean I have to just stop if that's the case? You know, who's to say who's the best at anything? Just because you did something, there's always a lot of different variables in people's lives that allow them to be uh, greater under the light. Some people have the most easiest path to achieve all these great uh, accomplishments in life. And some people have to work extremely hard. Um, Just because you work extremely hard and no one notices doesn't mean that all your work doesn't matter. And to show for like someone that has an easy path or not an easy path, but someone that actually makes it to the light of stardom or famous or in those higher scales of, you know, popularity. Does that make their work and their progress better than yours? Or is that just the way that the world wants us to perceive it? Because because for me, I, I'm, I'm starting to become a coach. Actually, I'm not starting to become one. I am. I am a coach, so I I have to get better at that too. I am a coach. I coach people. I help people um, produce better lifestyle choices, and I I do that with resistance training. <clears throat> Although I am still um, still learning, I have enough of knowledge to communicate with my clients to produce results, and that's all that matters to me, and that's all that's always going to matter to me. And um, like I was telling, um, one of my clients told me that, um, you know, you you have taught me some stuff and I've worked out for, and this is his, this is him. I, I may not be saying it 100% correctly, but this is the gist of it. But he said he's been working out for a while, kind of like me. He's worked out for, you know, five years or so, maybe, maybe less actually. But he goes, I've learned he's only been here for like, you know, a month or so. And I've been helping him with his form, everything like that. And he goes, I've been, I've been learning a lot from you. And it's like, um, you're completely right when you say you have to build a good foundation, because that's that carries over into life as well. Like, whatever you plan on doing, you have to set a base, regardless of what it is. It could be. You know, your fitness, that's probably my best analogy and probably, actually, it's probably one of my only analogies that I have because I can't really put into words of other things because, no, actually I can't. So it's like this, uh, I became a reader about five months ago. So for me, this was me laying my foundation. I read, I literally read three pages a day, three, three pages a day, and I think the book was about 400 plus pages. So it took me um, like three and a half, four months to read a whole book. But with that, after I finished that book, I read my next book in nine to ten days. And that was a 350-page book. And then on after that, I was able to finish a book um, in six days. And that was also a 300-plus-page book. And it's like... I mean, set set minimums in your life. Set the minimum. If you're going to do anything, what can you do for the rest of your life at the minimum? So whether it be reading, whether it be writing, whether it be working out, 
whatever you want to work on to make yourself better, kind of think about it that way. Like, what can I do at the minimum every week, every day, you know, whatever you could do. Like think because no one knows, no one knows your life like you do. And if you constantly make excuses that I don't have enough time, then you're not asking yourself the right questions if that's the answer that, that you come up with. The answer is, the question is, how much time can I put myself through weekly to produce results? If your answer is only five minutes, then trust me, work with that five minutes. I worked with three pages, three pages a day. And those three pages were rough. They were hard until eventually, like I said, the first book went about three pages at a time until eventually about maybe three quarters of the way through and the quarantine that I realized that I could really read more than three pages a day. And this is even, I can already see myself reading more than three pages a day when I go back to my normal life because reading has became something so valuable to my life. Like, it's one of those things I feel bad if I don't read it um, in a day. I'm like, man, I should have read. And I kind of beat myself up for it because it was something that I really wanted to do. So why am I not doing it? Obviously, you know, life happens. You have stuff to do. So maybe you may not have time sometimes. But that's why you have to be realistic. So like going back to um, how I talk about fitness and people setting their routines and consistency is like this. I always ask all my clients, how many days do you think you can work out a week for the rest of your life? That's the question I do ask. And they go, rest of my life? And they go, okay, uh, I don't know, maybe two, three. Oh my, that's perfect. And then I explain why that's perfect. It's so perfect that you say something like that because you're being honest. Honesty means the world. Um, if you're going to be dishonest, then it's not going to help you out very much. Because if you could only go one day a week, that's going to help you out way more than trying to do two days a week or three days a week. Because consistency brings results. Always, always, always. If you do something like, like I told you, if you read three pages a day like I did, you will finish that book in no time. You will finish it faster than someone that says, I want to read so let me dive in a book and I'm going to finish it. Because for one, you're not going to enjoy it. If you're not a reader, you're not going to enjoy reading. I hated reading until last year. One, because of all my insecurities of I couldn't retain information. And two, I just freaking, and I, I think I'm dyslexic. I'm pretty sure I'm dyslexic. And I have freaking the worst attention span in the world. But these are things that have gotten better over time because I acknowledge all of my flaws. I used to tell myself, and you can even ask my fiance if you ever get the chance to talk to her. I used to tell her I can't read. I cannot. I can, can't do it. I probably have like a third, fourth grade reading level. I told her that for the majority of our relationship. We've been together for six years. Until last year, I said, you know what? I got to read because I, I got to stop making excuses for why I don't want to do something. That I know will make me better. That's something that I did. And that's something I I really, really want to push on people to do. If you're making an excuse, it's for a better reason. You're making an excuse because 
you are scared of the opportunity of what you, your risk will do for you. It's not about the risk of failing. It's the risk of, I don't know what's going to happen because that's not who I am. I am afraid to take the risk because that's, I don't think that's who I can, I don't think I can do that. And that ties back into why I love weight training. I love resistance training because you can see it in all, I have seen it. I can't say you can see it. I have seen it in all my female clients when they pick up, when they do, when they perform a deadlift and they pick up weight that they never thought they could pick up, the look in their eyes and their um, their demean, demeanor, I don't think that's the right word, but just the way they carry themselves week after week after week when they come to work out is different every week because they are accomplishing something that they didn't think they could do. I, I already can tell this. There's not very many females in the world that love to weight lift, pick up weight. Because for one, um, the stigma of ruining your hands, the stigma of getting real bulky and real big, the stigma of, you know, um, I don't know, the grunts. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe girls don't like grunting and stuff like that. And the yelling. And also, too, like at the gym, like in the regular gym. They're, they're probably very, um, what's that word, conscious of the fact that they don't know what they're doing. And that's not just females. That's guys, too. Because I have heard guys, too, so don't get mad at me like, oh, you're being sexist. I heard guys, too, that they say that they're extremely intimidated to go to the gym because they see all the people in there that are have been there constantly, consistently, for a long period of time and they look really good and they push all these weights but that's the thing you shouldn't be intimidated to better yourself and that's in life don't be afraid Terry, what are you doing my bad don't be afraid to take a risk on yourself to better yourself and self-investing is is the key and, you know, this might be a lot of clarity for me to say this because I am extremely a firm believer of practicing what you preach. And, you know, I have to I have to do that. I have to do that with myself. If I want to become somebody, I have to self-invest. And I self-invest in this. I self-invest in my writing. I self-invest, I self-invest in my coaching and all that stuff. You have to self-invest in yourself and you have to stop making excuses to not do something because you are the wall that's blocking you from your success. Whether or not you are successful or not, if you are not happy with what you with what you are doing day to day and with what you have, then that means you suffice you suffice to being cherry. Man, you're making me ruin some good points. But kind of goes into you if you were if you make excuses for why you want to become better you are sufficing to the horrible cycle this world is in of cycle and repeat born where you are and hopefully stay where you were born that cycle think about that for a second if you are afraid to take oppor- uh to take opportunity and run with it, 
then you are going to be in the cycle that the world wants you to be in. Born where you were and stay where you were born. And almost have almost the same exact things that you were growing up with. Just think about that for a second. Like for me, I'll, I'll give you my backstory. So I grew up, I grew up in Antioch, you know, and I still live in Antioch. But this is the thing that's different. My mindset is different than those who perceive Antioch. Because you hear the stigma. Everyone talks about, oh, look at all those people. They're from there. They're um, probably all the same. But that happens everywhere. It doesn't have to be just Antioch. It's just in poverty. Like, oh, look at everyone in poverty. They probably all think and act the same. But there's a lot of people out there that break the stigma and get out of poverty. Like, for example, almost like a lot of the people that have those backstories that you hear. I mean, I don't know all the examples off the top, but I know these people exist. Right. And you may be able to name some people yourself, but this is the hard thing about um, just recording your thoughts. Um, you don't have all these things prepared. But that also why, you know, I try to bring the authenticity of it all by just saying how I feel. You know, it's hard to give examples. That's why all my examples are fitness related. But like I said, I love fitness and weight training and resistance training because you can apply all those principles to your life. And I may or may not be able to talk about how um, you can see it in other lights, but you you as a listener can probably do it uh, in your own way. And that's what's unique about listening to, listening to episodes like mine. It's not that you're wrong the way you think. It's not that I'm wrong the way I think. It's just that's just the way I think. You can agree to disagree, but I hope you understand and that's why I kind of just release my thoughts and post them. And like I said, I really do appreciate everybody. And, you know, this one probably sounded like a big rant, but I really do think I made a lot of good points. And, you know, that's that. Um, I just wanted to get on here and I'll kind of I'll kind of chime in a little bit. So I do want to say um, I really do pray from the bottom of my heart for George Floyd and his family, and everyone affected by him personally. And I have I had thoughts of everything going on, which I have been posting on Twitter and Instagram and my Facebook, which everyone is um, available to follow me. I, most of my stuff is public because I have nothing to hide. I'm who I am, and I've learned, like I said earlier, you can't praise hate and you can't praise um, um, love. You have to just be who you are and love who you are. And if people follow you, people follow you. People don't like you. People don't like you. It's like I'm not here to become someone that wants to be like, oh, people love when I do this. So let me start doing that a lot more. Or people hate when I do this. So let me kind of stir away from it. I'm not I'm not here to use this platform to become someone everyone loves. I'm here to use this platform to become people to find people who will learn to love me and support me. And that's how I see that's how I see business too. My business is something that I support because that's all my core values. I will not suffice for the easier marketing. I'm not going to suffice for the 
the nice brand deal that will make me successful if it goes against who I am. Because I don't see that that's not that just helps me fall into the cycle of corruption. I'm not trying to be that person that is corrupt and wants to just follow the crowd. I want to be who I am. And I'm learning so much about myself by doing this. And, you know, it's it's nice. And it really is really nice hearing people tell me like, hey, I really like when you said this. I like when you do that. Um, you make good points when you say this. But that's not the reason why I do this. My The reason why I do something like this is to have someone that doesn't agree with me understand me. And that's why I'll continue doing this. And that's why I'll continue having guests. And that's why I'll continue, you know, trying to make something of this. Because I understand that with with followings comes power. Well, with money comes power. So when th- if this if this becomes something bigger than what it is, I want to stay true to myself and not get corrupt because I know money is an evil power. I understand it is it is a necessity, but I also understand that it is it is an abused necessity. And that's one thing I never want to strive for. So, all my day one listeners and people that are starting now, I hope you hear that message and call me out on my bullshit later on in the future. Because I am here for you. You aren't listening for me. And that's the same thing I say when I coach. That's the same thing I'm going to say when I write. You're not reading my books for me. You're reading and listening and working out for you. Because I want to help supply you with that kick in the butt, that push on the back in the right direction. Whether or not I may be wrong or right on how I do it, that's my intention and that's my goal. And if I, if you listen to this and you see that you need to shift your mindset from fear to opportunity, then this episode worked. And I hope everyone has a great day. And I really, really, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate everybody for listening and continuous support. Um, thank you everyone that has been an avid listener and thank you everyone that has been joining me and, and, uh, listening along and, um, tomorrow is June 1st and that's another opportunity to kind of set myself up for a better month in May. And I hope everyone has a great day.